Real quick, listen to me, listen to me. It is not in God's character to tell you to do something that you do not have the ability to do. If he has given you the task, then he has given you the ability. Period. Play my music. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, and thank you so much for tuning in once again. Oh, once again to the Church Boy Confessions podcast. Man, let me tell you something. I have to be really transparent. I have to be very transparent, everyone. If you're still watching or listening, I'm sorry. Oh, and watching because we're on YouTube. Hey, we're on YouTube, by the way. But if you're still listening and watching to this podcast amidst all this chaos, I don't think that I've taken out the time to say thank you so much. You know, a lot of people have been telling me, sorry, I have to like be dabbing myself down because this heat in this room is too much. Um, A lot of people have been telling me, yo, you know, like since everybody's at home, Um, A lot of people should be dropping content. You should drop a whole bunch of content because people are going to watch them because there's nothing else for them to do. And, you know, I started off this quarantine thinking, yeah, totally. That's so true. Oh, my gosh. Like so many people are going to be watching Church Boy Confessions, listening to the podcast, all that different stuff. But then you realize that, you know, since everyone's home and since everyone's watching content, that your content is inevitably and harshly competing with every other source of content that there is known to man. And the competition is very, very competitive, especially now because, I mean, yeah, you can listen to a podcast, but you can also watch and catch up on a whole bunch of shows on Netflix. Um, You're not really driving in your car as often, so maybe you don't have that time where you normally have to listen to my podcast and all that stuff. So I just thought it'd be really cool um, to just take out a little bit of this time and just say thank you so much for you that's been tuning in. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to get right into it today because um, I'm just going to get right into it. I think uh, currently in my life. I think a lot of, you know, all the messages I talk about have to do with doubt and faith and all that different stuff, just because that's a lot of things that I deal with personally. Um, But I kind of wanted to, I mean, continue in that in that same theme, but then also talk about, you know, how I felt specifically this past like week and everything and how God spoke to me and brought me out of this area that I was in. And I mean, if I were to give a name to that space, that emotion that I was feeling, I guess I was feeling like. Of course, doubtful and fearful. That's kind of like, you know, basic to say. But I guess I was feeling very. (sighs) Let's just say that I have expectations for what's going to happen this year. And I don't know. Well, let's just say I have expectations for this year, but I don't know if I am on track of fulfilling them. And because I don't know if I'm on track for fulfilling them, I feel very anxious all the time thinking that, oh, maybe I'm not doing enough um, or maybe I'm not the right person for this job. Or, um, you know, if God has promised me something, is it going to happen? And if it doesn't happen, I don't know what I'm going to do. And it's just got, gotten me in this just frenzy of thoughts. And um, ultimately, I think that this episode is for the people in the crunch time. 
Crunch Time. It's one of my favorite J. Cole songs. It's for the people in the Crunch Time. I'm dabbing myself like I'm really in Crunch Time with this napkin or this shirt that I folded. It's for the people in the Crunch Time. Um, you've come so close. You've come, you've come so close to your dreams. You have the idea of what you want to do. God has put it on your heart. You know what God wants you to do. And you're chasing after that purpose. And it's crunch time. It's, it's do or die time. And quite frankly, you think that you're so, you've come so far and you seem like you're so close, but it seems like you're still just not going to make it. J. Cole would say, you've come so close, but you've not. You still seem so far. Oh my gosh, I'm butchering that. I'm sorry, Jermaine. I'm sorry, Cole. Um, it's for the people. This episode is for the people who feel like everything's impossible, even though they've come so far. Um, honestly, sometimes I feel like this is impossible. This whole unassociated thing, this whole podcast thing, this whole creating content thing. We live in a world where people are creating content every day. How in the world is someone supposed to keep up? How in the world am I supposed to build a following on YouTube? How in the world am I supposed to keep people engaged on Instagram? How in the world, this is a good question. How in the world am I going to be fruitful? That's where I want to start. I want to go to Matthew chapter 25. Um, really reading two verses and then we'll read two more later or four more later. Um, Matthew chapter 25, starting at verse 14. And this is Jesus talking. And he's given a parable to the people. The specific reason for him giving this parable to the people was because he wanted to, like, he was just around a lot of people and they thought that the kingdom of heaven and Jesus was going to return and, you know, all of that was going to happen right away. But he just wanted them to know, like, you know, even though I'm going to go and I'm going to come back and, you know, rapture is going to happen, all this stuff's going to happen. That doesn't mean that you don't do anything. You just sit around and wait for the master to come back. You have to do something. You have to occupy. You have to work. You have to, um, Make things happen and fulfill your purpose until Jesus comes back. So cool. Starting at verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability and straightway took his journey. So there's this master and he's giving, he called all his servants and he's giving each of them his goods, his talents and what he wants them to do with these talents. Um, and he says in, in another, in another verse, like, um, like in Luke, I believe this story is, it says that the, the, the master gave the servants instruction and he said to occupy till I come. Use those talents and do what you need to do with them until I come. So it's this master. He's about to go. But before he goes, he goes to his servants and he says, hey, here's this money. Um, I want you to multiply this money. You know what I'm saying? Like make his money get longer, you know? Um, and he gave some, one of his servants, he gave five talents. Um, to the other servants, um, he gave two talents. And to the other one, he gave one. And the key thing that I really want to hone in on today is in verse 15 when it says that he gave each servant talents according to his ability. Now, I've read this place before. I have. Um, I even did an episode on this before. Don't remember what number, but I have. Um, but this part really stuck out to me 
differently. Because remember a couple episodes, I was talking about how like I was feeling very unqualified and, you know, God's the one that qualifies us the same way he justifies us and all that different stuff. I kind of wanted to double back on that a little bit where it's like the master gave the servants talents based on their abilities. So then if you continue to read in that passage, and I encourage you to read the entire chapter, the one that he gave five doubled it. He was able to multiply it. So gave back the master 10. The one who we gave two, I believe, um, doubled that two and gave back the master four. But then there was one servant, the one that got one that was scared. So he didn't use that, th- that talent. And all he did was save it to the side and then just gave that one talent back to the master afterwards. And what the master said to him is that you are a wicked servant. This entire passage is made to show you that what God has given you, he doesn't just want you to hold, but he wants you to use it and multiply with it and be faithful over it. But I'm going to get back to that. The main thing that I want to talk about is in verse 15, where it's saying, according to their ability is why he gave them the different amount of talents. So I'm sitting here thinking, you know, This unassociated thing, this podcast thing, this content creation thing, it's really hard. It is hard. And it's quite annoying. It's quite annoying when I put so much effort into something and don't get the things that I want to get back. It's, it's hard. It's hard to stay. It's hard to stay, you know, full of faith. It's hard to stay confident in all that different stuff. And time and time and time and time again. And I promise you, when I make it to the place where I want to make it, I'm going to cry because I'm going to remember these times right now. Time and time again, I put so much effort and I've failed in my own definitions. And it's like, I've made progress. I sure have. And I feel like I'm right there so close and I can taste it and I can see it sometimes. Then there's those other times where it's like, how in the world do I seem like I've made it so far, like I'm so close, but at the same time, I'm so far away. Like if you watch wrestling, it's almost like, you know, when, when one of them has them in a submission hold and they're trying to go grab the rope and it's like the rope is right there, but it's like, it's like they just can't get to it. I feel like that's how I felt. But then I read verse 15. He gave them talents according to their ability. So I'm thinking from the master's perspective. He gave one servant five talents because he knew that the servant that he gave five talents with could make him five more. He gave the one two because he knew that that the servant he gave two talents to had the ability to give him two more. I think it was two more. I hope it was two more. I'm not trying to misquote the Bible. He gave one to the servant he gave one to because he believed that that servant can make him another one. What if the thing that you've been stressing over and you feel like, oh my gosh, it's so impossible for me to actually accomplish this, even though it's my purpose, even though it's the thing that God wants me to be doing is so hard for me. What if that's the amount of talents that God has given you? But you have to remember that he gave you these talents according to your ability. 
So while you're busy doubting yourself and thinking that it's impossible for me to do whatever I need to be doing, it's impossible to actually be successful in this, it's impossible to prosper in this, it's impossible for me to actually get there. Even though it seems like I'm so close, it's impossible for me to actually get there. You wouldn't have it if God hadn't given you the ability for it. Unassociated, this lifestyle media platform, hmm, like and subscribe, that'd be great. This lifestyle media platform is my talents. That's what I believe. I think that's what God has uh, communicated to me through this passage earlier this week or last week. I'm sorry. Unassociated is my talents. God gave that to me. And he gave me the talents according to to my ability there's this chance the rapper song i think it's in 65th and ingleside and he was it that song i hope so whatever and he made a quote no it's not it's it's another song whatever he made a quote where it's like he said this was not i was not made for this this was made for me and i always thought to myself what exactly does he mean by that and i don't know if this is what he means by that but the way i interpreted it it is just like yeah (laughs) This is kind of like in my case, God wouldn't have given me this if I didn't have the ability. It's almost like unassociated was made for me as opposed to me being made for it. I wouldn't have it if God did not give me the ability to do it, to make it everything that he intends for me to make it. Because I have ideas and I have visions of it being global one day, of it taking over the world, changing the world, shaking the world. That's what I want to do. That's what's been put in my heart. (laughs) And guess what? Because of this passage, because he's given me these talents and I recognize that these are my talents. (laughs) I'm starting to believe that, uh, I can really do this. Not even starting to believe. I'm starting to know that I'm capable of it. I think I can. I know I can. There's a couple things I wanted to break down in this. I was uh, having a conversation with one of my big brothers. I consider him a big brother. Um, even though I'm taller than him. Mel John. <laughs> uh, Mel John. I was having a conversation with Mel John. And Mel John broke everything down to me he wrote like all these graphs we using a whiteboard and everything like that it was great um and i was he was explaining to me you know in life when we're doing a project how much of it let me check the time real quick how much of it do you think is how much of your work and your progress do you think is god's responsibility and, and your responsibility and i thought like hmm, well you know god is always doing more than us so let's give god 80 percent and I'm giving me 20%. And it's almost like he, of course, you know, got rid of that. You know, he he definitely owned me in that. And he said, no, that's not how you're supposed to think of it. And the way he said is, it's not so much that it's God does 80% and you do 20%. Um, and it's not so much that you do your 20% and then you wait on God to do the rest. And I love the way he put it um, because it made you think that when we think of things as this is my part and this is God's part, 
my part versus God's part. Sometimes that's great and that's healthy because you have to realize that some things are out of your control and that's what we got to trust God for. That's great. I'm not refuting that. But another thing we have to be careful of is that when we're saying this is my part, and this is God's part, sometimes it could trick us to believe that. Um, I'm sorry, I wrote this down. Now you're when you think you're only doing 20 percent, you may only be doing what you think is required as opposed to putting in your absolute best. So the way that Mel John put it was that it's not you doing 20% and God doing 80%. It's you giving. How we ought to picture it is you giving 100% and God giving 100%. And it just let me step back real quick because now, mind you, I've, I've found this idea that I can do it and I've been given the abilities to do whatever God wants me to do. So it's like, wow, 100%, huh? Have I been putting 100% into every single thing? Maybe I should stop seeing this as just doing 20%, but actually putting in 100%. And this kind of brings me into my next point, because mind you, and maybe I should read this. This is what the master told the servant when the servant that, you know, doubled his profits that made his money longer. Um, this is what God told the servant when the servant said, hey, I gave you, um, I just made you more money. He said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Amen. Great. I want to highlight something. Because a lot of us, we think that we measure our success and prosperity and how far we've come from the fruit that are that are bared or bore or whatever. I, don't, I suck at English sometimes. But mind you, the, this, this, the master didn't congratulate the servant and say, hey, you did a great job of making this much money. Um, you did a great job of making this much fruit. That's why you're great. No, the master thanked the servant for his faithfulness. So then you set up this idea, faithfulness versus fruitfulness. Because when you're giving your 100% into something every day, you're being faithful to it, man. You're being faithful to it. And you're also being full of faith to it you're being faithful man isn't that more important isn't that more important than just being fruitful because i i find i find myself thinking that oh man you know i'm not i'm not doing enough i can't do this because you know, I don't have a million people paying attention to me yet. Man, it sucks because I see so many celebrities or so many famous people out there that have so much attention. They get so much attention, but are they really doing anything with it? Are they changing people's lives with it? Are they uplifting people with it? But look at me. I try my best all the time, but it's like there's no fruit being made, at least not as much. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm just focused on the numbers. As opposed to actually being faithful over the thing that God has asked me to be faithful for. But that's what he's asking for. Be faithful. 
Make sure that you are faithful. It's not just about being fruitful. Because you being faithful, because you are faithful and you're putting in 100%, because you have the ability to, you will be fruitful. I'm not saying fruit does not matter. Because at the end of the day, that is what will be produced. But you need faithfulness in order to be fruitful. You can't just be fruitful doing what you think is required. You can't just be fruitful without being faithful to it. The other four verses that I wanted to talk about were about the servant that uh, didn't do anything with the talent he was given. And that's from verse 24 to 28. Uh, I'm not going to read it, but um, I think that what you need to grab from that area is that the servant wasn't, nowhere does it say that the servant didn't have the ability to do it. But the thing that kept the servant from actually doing something with the talent that was given to him was fear. Ooh. And you know what happened when he allowed fear to control his unfaithfulness and unfruitfulness? He was called wicked. So am I wicked if I'm not being faithful to the task? You know, the servant, he was saying, he he was probably scared that, you know, I, I kind of, he was probably scared that he wasn't going to make whatever he was going to make. Not not saying that he didn't have the ability, but he wasn't going to make what, he wasn't going to make it do a backflip. He wasn't going to make it double up. He wasn't going to make the money longer. But he did have the ability. He did have the ability. But he was scared. He was called wicked. Not because he didn't produce fruit. He was called wicked because he wasn't faithful. He he was probably so hell-bent on making sure, oh my gosh, I have to produce fruit, I have to produce fruit, I have to do, produce fruit. And he got scared that he wouldn't produce fruit. So then he didn't do it. Now, of course, you know, the Bible may not go that deep, but like, I'm just talking at this point. So he didn't do it. But the emphasis wasn't on being fruitful. The emphasis was on being faithful. So ladies and gentlemen, mm, we got to recognize that we have the ability in us. It's there. And you would not have the purpose that God has given you if you did not have the ability. God's not going to give you five talents if you know you can't make him ten. God's not going to give you two talents if you know you can't give you two. He knows you have the ability. And that's why he's able to judge us. If we allow the fear and all that stuff to get to us, because that means that we chose to give into fear and to not do the things that he specifically gave us the ability to do. Ladies and gentlemen, some of you guys are waiting on God. Some of you guys are paralyzed by fear. And that's all on you. It's nobody else's fault. So with that being said, and you recognizing that, take the next step. And if you've made a million steps now, 
and you've been faithful, continue to be faithful. And if you've seen no fruit, but even though it seems like it's so close, but yet you're so far, and you've seen no fruit, you continue to stay faithful and you give 100%. Don't you start giving 80%, 50% because you don't see the fruit. That'd be wrong and you wouldn't be faithful. Give 100% every day. Don't go to sleep at night until you are satisfied with the effort that you gave. Amen. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's move into the time of confessions. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for this message. And I thank you for the people that are listening, Lord, people who are watching, God. Father, help us, Father God, to understand, to understand, God, that we have the ability and that we wouldn't have it, have the purpose that you gave us if we didn't have the ability to fulfill it. God, we are strong. We are knowledgeable. We have the mind of Christ. We will accomplish the things that you have given us the ability to accomplish in Jesus' name. It is going to happen. We are going to remain faithful. We are going to keep our eyes on you. We are going to work hard every day. We won't go to sleep until we are satisfied with the effort that we put into every day. We are going to be smart. We are going to pace ourselves. You are going to pace yourself. Listener, you are going to pace yourself. You are going to do the things that you need to do. You're going to plan. You're going to strategize. You're going to be smart with it. You're going to have wisdom and you're going to apply that wisdom to everything that you do. You're going to trust yourself because God put it in you. So it's inside of you. You're going to trust you because you trust God. And God is going to take all the glory because it is due unto him. It is due unto you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in once again. Um, yo, go out there, man. Give 100% every day. Don't just be waiting on God to do his 80%. He's going to give 100%. You give 100%. And remember, it's about being faithful and not about being fruitful. Um, yo, if, if this message helped you, don't be stingy. Pass it on to another friend and let them hear it too. And if you don't know if they need to hear it, pray on it and see who you got to send it to and let them hear it too. And you can, um, I don't know, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel because we're actually, I'm actually trying to like be real about that. Because let me tell you, we've been on YouTube for over a year, but I have yet, I, I believe, and this is the thing that I need to be more faithful on myself. I believe that I have not been 100% faithful in YouTube. And that's why it hasn't been as fruitful as I'd like it to be. So that's something that, you know, I really want to focus on for the rest of the year, building that YouTube. So subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. It's Undash Associated, straight up. Um, like, subscribe, all that stuff, please. You know, listeners, watchers. Um, so, yeah, love y'all. Have a great week. Peace. <laughs>